Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hit it! Broadcasting live from the CKTV studios in Niagara, it's the Kevin Jack Show. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text Kevin with your thoughts and opinions at 61010-610-2582. Five oh eight, beautiful summer day to you. Hope you're not melting. Take care out there. Live from Twelve Eighth Street. It's Jim Bannon in for KJ. You have your digits. You know how to interact with the show. Same rules apply. Got a pack show for you today. Touch us up on Facebook at six ten CKTB on Twitter at Jim Fannin Show on Twitter. We've got it all. LinkedIn, Instagram. Check out our podcasts. You can hear all the shows out there on 610cktb.com, including streaming live today on the show. Murph, Pat Murphy of Union Events, their first year with Scene Music Fest, a solid hit out of the park. He's one of the organizers, a talent buyer with Union Events. He'll come in at 515 Looking forward to this. Pam King is sleeping in the streets for raising awareness of homelessness in the Niagara region. Most people don't think it's a huge problem in the Niagara region, in St. Catharines specific. Pam King, also known to the station through her group, Tyler's Warmth, was taking in warm clothing and coats for the less fortunate. In that season, we'll come in and talk to us about her new event to raise awareness for homelessness in Niagara Region. Pam King will be in at the 3530. Aaron Berger is going to check in with us. Culture Radio Today. Aaron Berger is a former last year's Niagara, Niagara Music Award winner. He's running a little gig down in Niagara Falls at the Q, the Capital Q. In the Q District. And today they're outside. Instead of at the Capitol of the Q, they're across the street on an outdoor stage. Aaron Berger, former Niagara Music Award winner. All, some, many of the Niagara Award winners, Niagara Music Award winners, are headlining and playing the Friendship Festival tomorrow. So hopefully we're going to touch him up, come in around 6 o'clock, and then Erin is the executive director for the Niagara Music Awards, and she'll talk to us about the full lineup. We've got an impressive lineup. We're going to hit the stage in Fort Erie for the Friendship Festival, and then another festival. We're festival happy over here, coming straight out of scene. We just finished up with the Niagara Integrated Film Festival, NIF. And then in August, we're headed into the Niagara Jazz Festival. Juliet Dunn will be in. Her and her partner, Peter Shea, have organized the, the event this year, and it looks like it's going to be a beauty. 
And we'll take your calls. 905-688-2582. Patrick's running the board today, filling in for KJ. First out, we're going to go to Pat Murphy, talk about scene. It was hot down there, but we only got a little bit of rain late in the day yesterday. It held off. Crystal Line came in yesterday for my show. We do a little gig here at the Jim Fannin Show Sundays, noon to one. Marissa, Marissa and Josh came in yesterday to do an acoustic set. They were performing as Crystal Line, and they were beautiful. Marissa's just so sweet. And then from here, they headed over to the main stage at 4 o'clock. They took up the main stage at Montebello Park, and it was roasting both days. Great weather. And then the rains came last night and cooled everything. Well, didn't cool everything off. Cut one of the sets short. And then they hit back up on the stage. I guess, yeah, they have to call it when you get the lightning like that. But scene... Turns out to be, the place was packed. I didn't stay for the whole event Saturday night, but even when I was down there for Monster Truck and Sheepdogs, the place was filling up nicely. And that's the first time they've gone away from the Market Square performance and taken it, I mean, it's still downtown, but now some of the vendors are saying, ouch, you put all the headliners in the park, man. We had no one in the bars. So you can't please everyone all the time. I get union events has come in. They spent a lot of money, did some great PR with it, and then brought in some headliners, too. So I guess you can't have the best of both worlds. You can't have everyone in the park and in the bars at the same time. I had to make my way all over the place. I needed to see the CAC, the kick and rap, talented, and gives all his money to charity. Every cent he makes from music goes to charity. And I had to catch my boys, Theater Crisp. And what's better than getting a 610 shout-out when you walk in? I always go over to see Mox and Poncho, my buddy, running the board downstairs at the Pepper. Yo, what's up, Jim Bennett in the house? They mix it right into the song. You can't even tell it was, wasn't part of the song. 610 getting some pub, too. Up next, Pat Murphy is going to talk to us about the success that was seen how it was different from last year, and what we can expect next year right here on the Kevin Jack Show on 610 CKTV. Listening to the Kevin Jack Show, only on the One Voice for Niagara News Talk 610 CKTB. Call now 905 688 2582 1877 610 2582 or text us your opinion to 61010.
Welcome back. I'm Jim Fannin for KJ. We're here till 7 o'clock. Got a packed show for you today. Pat Murphy, thanks for making the time. What are you in, just in town for seeing? Uh, are you a local guy? Or? Yeah, well, all, all my family's from St. Catharines, and um, you know, I still I still hang out here a lot, so I wanted a day to recover post-scene, and, uh, <laughs> and then it's Canada Day tomorrow, so I'm just going to hang out. I have a, I have a nephew that's uh, eight months old, so... As much time as I can get in with him is always, uh, it's always great. In the Friendship Festival tomorrow? You know what? I think I have had my live music quota <laughs> of. Uh, Come on, man. You're a talent buyer. You can't get your fill of talent. You know what? I- I'm saying this now, but come tomorrow, you know, things might change. I might just need to, I might get an itching to, to go to another festival. So, yeah. Who knows? Maybe, I'll, maybe you'll see me there. Tell me about your connection. How'd you get in with Scene and how, what have you done differently this year? Okay, so um, you know, the my my story with scene is quite a long one, but I'll try to make this brief. Uh I started going sixteen years old as a fan, uh eleven years ago. Um, kind of worked into a, a volunteer position, worked up, you know, stage managing, um, doing marketing for the festival, social media, uh eventually booking. And um, about three years ago, I, I moved out of St. Catharines and uh, I moved to Toronto and, and started working uh, for a national company, Union Events, and booking shows across the country. But I stayed very close with the organizers of Scene and we we chatted every year. Um, I did a little bit of consulting for them, came to the festivals, uh, all the while kind of making just mental notes. Hey, how could we improve this? If I was to work with them, how what would I do? And, um, you know... About seven months ago, I was just thinking about it and thinking about it and, and sat down with Jen and Steve, um, who were the existing organizers and said, Hey, let's, let's find a way to partner on this. Let's find a, ma- a way to make it, um, bigger and better, um, for the community, for the fans, for the artists, uh, for everybody. And we, we did. We found the way. And, and this year, um, we did a lot of things differently. We made it two days. We, mo- we moved the main stage to Montebello Park. Um, you know, I think we, we really raised the bar in terms of production value, um, in terms of the experience for the fans. Uh, we, we really wanted to make this, um, an event that the whole community can get behind the whole family and come out to, and and that people, um, you know, really look forward to every year. Did you think you priced the kids out of the market? Because on Saturday I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't stay there till the end. But whenever I left a uh, monster truck was on, or maybe it was sheepdogs, I looked around. There was a lot of people my age. Not that there's, you know, forty plus people aren't supposed to be out. But my niece said, "You're too old for scene." I'm like, "What? Well, too old for scene?" So, at forty bucks for a day, seventy bucks for the weekend. Do you think you you priced the kids out of it? Because there wasn't a whole lot of young kids there. There were some, but it was a real mixed crowd. Yeah, I, I don't think that's the case. Um, I think that um, the kids leaned more to day two uh, based on, you know, sonically, the way that those bands sound. Um, Monster Truck, uh, Sheepdogs, Matthew Good. Matthew Good especially, you know, he, he's been around for 20 years in Canada. Great so point. Um, it brought out a lot of new faces to see him, but I think that's a good thing. Um, and and some maybe maybe people don't want to go both days. It was really hot out, oh, you know. Damn straight up. Um, uh, the air conditioning's nice, uh, yeah. you know, so. Um, but I that had to keep walking back to the mansion house just to cool down and catch a little bit of the Columbia game and then walk. I must have went back to that park 10 yeah. times my legs are killing me we <laughs> we were we were fortunate enough to have uh some air-conditioned bathrooms backstage and i was pretty much hanging out there the whole day really <laughs> i mean not i didn't get that memo <laughs> you must have been with aaron visiting <laughs> she was chirping from there i just it, saw lights walk 
backstage yeah. with her kid. Yeah, her kid's really cute, too. So that was, yeah, uh, that she was, was nice. saying on the Twitter. So started in 1996. It's come a long way from attracting 800 people to town that came out to see that initial event. Now, has this been a consistent event every year? It has been. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, I, I haven't been involved with it since the conception. I would have been eight years old at that time. So um, <laughs> I was not old enough to hit the bars downtown. Yeah. But uh, the last 11 years I, I've been involved, I, I've seen, you know, I've had so many great memories, you know, seen so many amazing bands and, and people out and experiences. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's 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 proven that scene has a reason to exist. And and now we're giving it um, room to evolve, room to grow further and and really stay another 20 years. You know, that, yeah. that's that's the goal with, with this festival is long term, you know, institution for the people of Niagara and, and surrounding. How do you answer the charge that this started out as a new music festival for independent small acts, and now we've gone big time, and Monster Truck certainly doesn't even need any of our pub right now. Well, I understand you got to bring in headliners to sell it, but what about those smaller guys starting out? I think I think it's about delivering the best experience for everybody, um, and it's 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 great to support local music. I mean, we had almost fifty local bands to Niagara on the festival. I don't 50 know fifty out of how many out of one hundred and eight. Oh, nice. Um, well, you know, almost fifty percent. If you go to, if you go, you know, extend beyond, you know, just Niagara. You you look at Hamilton, Monster Truck, Arkells, um, and then the other bands have played the festival before. Mariana's Trench has played before. Lights right. has played. Shad has played. Um, so these aren't, you know, foreign acts, and or you know, we're not bringing in, you know. Uh, you know, American acts to undercut the local talent. We're trying to bring in bigger Canadian acts that will complement the local talent and bring more people to the festival because then the local acts that are playing, they reap the reward of that exposure when there's more people there. And, um, unfortunately, you know, right now Niagara doesn't have 108 bands that could sell uh, that many tickets. So we have to mix in other cool acts to make people excited. And, um, I think, I think it's a great thing for the community because, you can go see your friend's band. You can go see, you, you know, your relative's band or your family's band. Um, but then you can go see a, a band that you've been waiting to come to Niagara that doesn't have outlets to play that often because we don't get that many big shows here, you know. And uh, if we can make a hybrid of, of, of the local festival and big names, I think that's a win-win. Pat Murphy is my guest. He's with Union Events. We'll hold him over one more segment. We're talking about the success that... The St. Catharines event for new entertainment was seen. Music Fest rolls into town this weekend and kicks some ass. Well done. Pat Murphy, more with him right after this on 610 CKTB. to the Kevin Jack Show, only on the one voice for Niagara, News Talk 610 CKTV. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us your opinion to 61010. Welcome back, I'm Jim Fannin for Kevin Jack. Pat Murphy's in the booth with me. We're talking the success that was St. Catherine's event for new entertainment music festival. That's a mouthful. Scene Music Fest. Yeah. We like to call it scene. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Talk to me a little bit about, like, you guys are bringing some big money to town. You're signing some big acts. I know you can't speak to last year because you probably didn't have into intimate details about the budgeting and stuff like that. But what type of budget you're running here? Um, you know, the, the budget definitely increased greatly. Um, I think that's important when you when you do an event of this size. There's so many moving parts that you need to ensure that you have adequate um, financials to, to cover those things. All um, the bands get paid? Um, not all the bands get paid. Um, a good chunk of them. Um, Does a good majority of your budget go to bands? Yeah, yeah, okay. and then and then production. You know, our production yeah. was really um, stepped up this year. So, um, the the stage that that's the biggest stage. It's hit Montebello Park. You know, the a lighting. lot of people impressed by the stage and the sound and the bass. It was a good range. You know, it wasn't just really high horn tweeters and stuff yeah. like that. You had some good sub there too. Sound was phenomenal, and it's it's actually rare that after a concert or a music festival that I see so many compliments on the sound. You know, really. Usually. Well, mean, that's lot, good news. A lot of times you're at an outdoor festival. You, you know. Some bands sound good, some, you know, it's a wash. This one, it was just like a resoundingly clear, this sounded great. And uh, I was even looking at some videos online today and, um, you know, handheld digital camera stuff, and it sounded great. So yeah. I was really happy with that. The sound quality, the most important thing of the music festival, when you get to some of the outlying venues, I experienced it firsthand, man. Detour is a tough room, man. I don't know if the sound guy was new there or whatever, <laughs> yeah. but poor uh, I Am Lion, I felt badly for her. Not one, the sound guy didn't know what he was doing it seemed like but that is a tough room to play with that the stairs and the, the yeah. way it's divided brick walls i don't know it was a tough room to sound in. yeah so, some rooms there's just there's obstacles that would take a lot of money to fix and uh not all of these ven these 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 bars are primarily music venues so you know they don't might maybe necessarily have the funds to to invest it to make it sound as good as you know what we did in the park um but i think they all did their best and um it's you know there's there's definitely things that we're taking back from the festival and notes and and food for thought um, in terms of where can we improve. And, can you hit on anything like that yet, or is it sunk um, in yet? Well, well, you know, one of the things that, that was talked about was um, you know not as many people downtown in the bars, um, right? And and that's something that we're thinking about right now. Staggering times. I think you had them staggered we, we did pretty st well. We did stagger them, and and there was you know there was definitely great turnouts. There was times where certain bars were at capacity, um, but I think it's a growing pain of you're doing something so big in, in the park. Uh, you have a few food trucks there. You have all these vendors. You have people giving away free stuff, and and just a really cool experience there. You can sit on the grass. You can sit on the bench. There's gazebos. All these types of you know dynamic you know uh things that you can do um so people didn't want to leave that much no, and, for sure. and and it, it's too for us, hot to walk <laughs> it was too hot to kind of run around too yeah. you know you were sweating through your shirt by the time you took three steps yeah. right um that that being said um it's also you know the bands that really were part of the festival that really promoted locally they saw the best turnouts in the venues um sometimes you know people show up and just expect things to, to work or, or people to be there and we brought we brought a lot of people downtown, so I think you know mm -hmm. part of the onus comes on the bands. Okay, now now find a way to get them to go see you, right? You know, and whether that's there, there's viral marketing campaigns or posters or or busking. I mean, get creative with it. You know, use use the people there as a marketing tool for for your art. Tell me about the logistics. No bottles, no blankets, no chairs. Uh, when I got there, you couldn't go out the entrance, which was. Hor they've changed that and I so yeah you know, we, we as it uh, on day on worked day, the kinks out as you went type of thing definitely yeah well, on, on day one um you know we found that we needed to maybe make a few tweaks on the entrance area and those provide. restrictions on you or the city 
from the park. Uh, you know, the your p- security. I mean, it's chairs. Our, our, I mean, our we security. bring chairs in there for grape and wine, don't we? Cha- chairs is, is interesting for a festival because it, it starts skewing with your capacity legally. Oh, really? Uh, and, and then there's also, you know, safety. I guess. Yeah, safety. I mean. I don't want to see a chair thrown across the, you know, mm-hmm. the room. Not that um, it happens very I, often. But. I was in Niagara Wine Festival and I saw someone throw a chair at someone else. You know, uh, It's not the wines festival's fault, right. but we're trying to do everything we can to make it a safe environment for the people there. Right. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes there has to be a bit of give and take. You know, mm-hmm. um, I would love to go to every festival and bring a cooler full of food and a yeah, chair and a blanket and all those things. But it's just, at the end of the day, we have to kind of find a balance. Something else that struck me, too, um, when I go down to the park, I don't drink wine. I don't usually drink during the day because it just takes too much out of me, the gas. Uh, but I noticed that the sobriety level of this con- this weekend was pretty high. I mean, I don't know if it's the effect of not having beer in the park and just having wine, because I know wine makes people cuckoo sometimes yeah but i didn't see that whole like i do a grape and wine i hate to say it i mean but it is a negative aspect of it and i always say geez i wish i could get a beer here at an agri grape and wine festival but how'd you find security and what's your take on that you've been to many grape and wine festivals before you know what the look in the eye looks like oh yeah exactly um and to be completely honest with you that's i've never wine festival is a great festival it's a great institution that that's a, a huge deal for this community but sometimes I don't like being surrounded by that many people that I feel could be a threat to my safety or are being belligerent or shouting obscenities. And it's just, I don't think that that's the best representation of our community sometimes when you, when you get to that level. And, and we, wine seems to take you there quicker. It can, yeah. yeah. And, and we also had, um, we had a five point check system, you know, where you have to go buy a ticket. You know, first you have to get a wristband to show your ID. That, that kept me from drinking. I didn't drink <laughs> at the park at all. I know, I'm like, I'm not going in that line. I'm not waiting yeah. in that line. I'm not waiting. And then, well, you, then that line leads to the bathroom line. And I just, <laughs> Stayed away it's from true, this. and I mean, I, you know what? I was impressed because the, you know the, the the company that we brought in to to handle a lot of the food and beverages, they're experts at it. They run Veld. They they've done Edge Fest. Um, you know, they're they're doing millions of bar sales on some of their other festivals, so they really know how to logistically set it up to keep lines as short as possible and also ensure that it's safe and that people that are of age are the only ones getting served and that we have security on site, making sure that, you know, that's being watched over and we have paid duty officers on site. And actually what was remarkable on Saturday, which was the the day that people drank more, um, given the demographic was just older, we only had four total evictions, zero fights, no police incidents. That's great news. You know, uh, I I don't know. Put put that many people anywhere, and I, that's that's a, a hard thing to accomplish. You know? How many people you think came through the park? Over the two days is about ten thousand people. Nice work. Yeah, thank you. And tell me uh, the experience. What are you doing for these bands? Are they big city? You getting treated big city? You said you said air conditioned backstage. They got chocolate and uh, and yeah. uh, Spavanti Bambino or whatever the yellow M and M's. You know, they got riders that say Not- you know we need a certain hotel room. Yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing too crazy, I'll be honest with you. But we did try to go the extra mile in terms of our treatment of the artist. Um, you know, we had we had trailers back there. Um, we had a little badminton set up. We had air-conditioned washrooms. We had full-on catering, lunch and dinner um, for all the bands playing the main stage. Well, that's where the badminton know. crack came from, Lights. <laughs> all right, did I you, just saw something, something on Twitter, Twitter about badminton. I'm like, what's, yeah. what's badminton? I wasn't backstage. Her and her next crew, year. Her and her crew, yeah, I'll, I'll hook you up <laughs> next year. And we also had, you know, we had Piston Head, um, which was our, our beer sponsor. We had we had fully stocked fridges. So, you know, you're playing back there. We want you to enjoy yourself and have a good day and, and ex- experience uh, the festival um, in, in the best way possible. And additionally, what we did, too, is for all the bands that were playing, um, you got a wristband that got you into both days. 
So if you were... If there you, was an additional cover. There was some chatter about additional bars charging cover on top of the wristbands. That didn't happen, though, where, where that I was, went. Well, that wasn't on top of the wristband. Um, we were giving people the option to pay at the door. Oh, okay. If you For didn't, one venue. Let's say, yeah, because that was one of the arguments, too. Well, it's, I don't want to pay $40 for a wristband because I'm only going to see, you know, my nephew's band uh, at, gotcha. at Detour. So we were we staggered some, some tickets, limited. Um, but, yeah, you could pay at the door if you didn't want to buy the, the full-on, you know... $45 wristband or $70 early bird weekend pass or whatever. All the price points we had were different, but um, which I still think were reasonably priced. By Nicely the way. done. Thank you. Pat Murphy is with Union Events, talent buyer with Union Events, and one of the organizers for Scene Music Fest. Ripped it up this weekend. Looking forward to next year. Thanks for making the time. We'll Appreciate stay in touch. It. Thanks for sending over those acts for the Sunday show. It's been working out really well. Yeah. Cardinals were nice. Yeah, they're great. Thanks for the support. Yeah, you're welcome. Pam King is up next. We're going to talk about sleeping in the street for homelessness awareness here in Niagara Region, right here on the Kevin Jack Show on 610 CKTB. It's the Kevin Jack Show. Call now, 905-688-2582. Toll free at 1-877-610-2582. Or text Kevin with your thoughts and opinions at 61010. And now, back to the Kevin Jack Show. Welcome back. I am Jim Fannin filling in for Kevin Jack. We're here till 7 o'clock. Coming up, we've got a packed show for you today. Thanks to Pat Murphy, Union Events. Getting in and talking to about us. But the Scene Music Festival. Looks like they're doing a good job. Yeah, a couple of logistical things to work out. Up next, Pam King's going to talk to us for a little bit. And then we got Julia Dunn coming in as well. And Aaron Visitine from the Niagara Music Awards talking about the Friendship Festival tomorrow for Canada Day. Pam King, thank you for coming in and taking the time. Well, thank you very much. The scorcher out there. I hope you didn't walk. No, I didn't. It is hot out there. Now, for the listeners that don't know you, I know you've done several interviews on this station and others before. Tyler's Warmth is something that most people know from... Pam King. So tell us a little bit about that, where it started, and why. Uh, my youngest son, my youngest son Tyler, he was uh, killed in 2007. And after uh, Tyler was killed, the first Christmas, I was Christmas shopping and used to buying triples of everything, having three boys. And instead of buying a third in Tyler's memory and donating it, what I did was I bought hats, mitts, and scarves, a tradition Tyler had always done, and I donated that to the marginalized people. I used the Christmas money I would have spent on Ty, and I continued the tradition that Tyler had established in his teen years. Now, um, 18 years old, was moral compass just out there? I mean, most kids aren't worried about the less fortunate at 18 years old. All they want to do is rock and roll and party with their friends. Ty had a r- real heart of gold. That was just his personality. He cared about others as much as he cared about himself, but he was very caring about those around him. 
Okay. And in this case, people he wouldn't even necessarily come into contact with or know were people that would go without. So what happened to Ty? Uh, Tyler was killed by a train in Grimsby, um, September 2007. He was walking down the train tracks, listening to his iPod. And he just came uh, up behind him? He didn't yes. have any clue? Yeah. Wow. So in the, just the blink of an eye, my life changed. Obviously, his life, he was gone. And uh, so his brothers and I have tried to continue on as best as we can. Yeah, I, it's something you can't even make reason of. I mean, no. how, do, how do you you say you never get over it? I, you know, I've had death close to me as well, not a, a, somebody as intimate as a child. My mother always used to say, "There's, you know, we're supposed to die before you. If I had to bury you, it would be, the, I don't know how I'd get over it. How did you get over it? I don't think I ever did get over it, and I don't think I ever will. Quite honestly, I think my life stopped. Well, it hasn't stopped. Look at you. You're doing great. I mean, things could be worse. Definitely. I mean, we all face challenges, but you're, you're out there in the community. It's, you know, obviously you don't ever move on or get over and I get that, but you have to get up in the morning and I can't imagine, you know, after losing an 18 year old son that there's much reason for that. Some days you might just wake up and say, I I can't do this today. I think though, and uh, Tyler would expect me to continue on and I have to for the, his brothers, Uh, they can't have their mom just fall apart that's just not an option there's certainly many times i've had setbacks Uh, it's not as easy or it hasn't been as uh, smooth as people may think it is by me being in public doesn't mean it i don't have bad days absolutely Mm not um so what i've done is i i never thinking in 2007 i was creating a charity but from that first christmas me buying that warmth then the following christmas i was a real estate broker still then and the following christmas i would ask my, my clients if their children had outgrown their winter clothing, did you have any old uh, blankets you want to give me, any sleeping bags? The first year we had maybe 50 pieces were donated to me. The next year, 200, then 500, then 2,000 pieces. Every year it snowballed. And last year we collected about 65,000 pieces. And we give all wow. we give all that warmth out for free in Niagara to anyone for any reason. Comes wow. to our one-day event. And with the help of hundreds of volunteers... Um, this is well, something. Alex DeGenesis is promoting you very hard. Alex you know? is huge. Alex uh, is definitely a huge supporter. How did, you, how did you pick up on him? I mean, he's everywhere, but did he land on your lap or vice versa? Um, <laughs> I I don't know if we which lap we we landed on. Um, it was actually a mutual friend of ours through the rowing community um, connected us. And actually, the first phone call I ever had with Alex on the we had never met. I didn't even know what he looked like. He didn't know who I was. First phone call we had, he he was on board. He's a beautiful man, and he's never left. Yeah, I owe an awful lot to him. Cool. Now tell us about your new gig. You're sleeping in the street now. You you decided that you were going to bring awareness to the Niagara region homeless problem. So, how do you connect the dots on this, and why are you the person for this? Last winter, um, or I should say this past winter, I went out on four of the six uh, winter advisories, and I took coats, hats, mitts, and scarves onto the street. And by doing that, I was coming up close with people who were freezing on the streets, and it was then I knew that I had to bring more awareness to it. The community groups that are here and the charities that are here are fantastic, and they do a great job. But I have so many people that donate warmth to me, donate their old clothes to me, that still question if there really are homeless on the street and they question if there really is poverty in St. Catharines and in Niagara simply because they don't see it. So I thought if I position myself that I'm homeless for one night, that people will, the dialogue will continue. There'll be a fresh look at it, that there truly are people living on the street. And so July 3rd, July 3rd, um, 8 o'clock. How, how bad are you going to rough it? <laughs> I mean, what if it rains? If it rains, if I'll get wet. <laughs> 
Are you bringing a sleeping bag? Pillow? What? Are you just making the best of the bus bench or um, have gonna, you got it arranged I'm, with the NRP they're not going to come and pick uh, they're you up aware, okay. they're aware that I'm going out yes yeah, okay. I, I told them now you're doing it right downtown St. Catharines I'm doing it on James Street between Church and King okay um, this Thursday night starting at 8 o'clock at, so where's that business wise so we can uh, beside kind of, City Hall okay Besides City Hall, um, right, anybody's okay. welcome to come out. Um, there are some people that have already committed to coming out, and hopefully um, they'll be able to make it. Their schedules won't change. Uh, so I'm, I'm how many people? Have uh, Ten or twelve this? have committed Seriously. to coming. Seriously, just mm-hmm. in the last what? Did you only been About, you only promoted this a couple of weeks ago? Yep. Did you? And actually, as soon as I put it on Facebook, there were some people that um, immediately Facebooked me and asked if they they didn't want to see me do it alone, and they had their own reasons. To um to uh, encourage awareness. Nobody likes to sleep alone, even in the street. <laughs> so July third, eight to eight. Yes. You're going to be at, just beside City Hall, just is besides, where they've closed the street down yes, there it as is. well, right there. Okay. And what adjacent to the Market Square or on City Hall right. property or in the street? Right on the street. We're going to be right on the street with the, and any of the homeless people can be with us, or anybody who wants to sleep out can sleep out with us. And as I said, it's all about encouraging dialogue because we're, there's so many groups here that are helping them, but it's the it's more the awareness for people who donate to w- uh, be aware that there really is a, a strong need here. Pam King is my guest. Christine, hang on to the phone. We'll get to you after the break right here on the Kevin Jack Show on 610 CKTV. From the CKTV studios in Niagara, it's the Kevin Jack Show. Call now, 905-688-2582-1877-610-2582. Or text Kevin with your thoughts and opinions at 61010. Welcome back. I am Jim Fannin. Pam King and I are having some fun getting the headphones working in the studio here. Patrick Smolarek running the board. I'm filling in for KJ. We're here today, Thursday and Friday. I think Lee Sterry's in for the rest of the week. Pam King is sleeping out on the street to bring awareness to Niagara Region's homeless problem. Now, give it, do you have some stats on homeless? Homelessness? Um, you have a number of bodies or... Nope. No. Um, no. Sorry, but there's 7,500 uh, affordable homes in Niagara. That is the kind of stats we had. Okay. Is the affordability for housing. Uh, what we d- I did want to address, though, that in, uh, in Niagara, Ontario Works has gone up 47% since 2008. So that's what we used to call welfare back in the right. day. So that's the kind of increase there's been here in Niagara. A good indicator. You willing to take a phone call? Sure. Christine, you're on with Pam King. How are you? Good, how are you? Unbelievable. Thanks for taking the time to call in and talk to Pam King. Oh, it's an honor. Do you have a question Pam? for her? Yeah, actually I do. Uh, Pam, I've been listening to you and you're such an inspiration. I wanted to come out on Thursday night, but I can't make it. What can I do to help out, though? Well, thank you, Christine, for calling, I pre- and I appreciate your kind words. Thank you. If uh, you're not able to make it on Thursday, um, you still can be part of this. If you want to donate old clothes, footwear, 
sleeping bags and blankets. You can do that in advance of Thursday. Uh, if you want to donate that to Meridian Credit Union on King Street in St. Catharines or to Henley okay. Honda on Lake Street in St. Catharines before or after the event. Or for those that can come during the event, we can accept donations of the old clothes um, at, at that time. Are we taking cash for donations as well at Meridian? Uh, no, we don't take financing. Okay. We don't take any financial di- donations. Okay. Yeah, we never do. We run without money. So everything for Tyler's Warmth is done 100% on volunteer energy and volunteer resources. Christine, you say you're not going to be able to make it out on Thursday. Have you got a delegate maybe you could send out to keep Pam company? It sounds like she's not going to need much. Oh, you know what? I will see what I can do. But I will definitely be dropping clothes off. Thank you very much, Christine. I appreciate your time. Thank, Thank you for you calling. Very much. So, Pam, Thursday, 8 o'clock. Now, are we to bring clothing to the site as well? Uh, you can bring it to the site uh, Thursday from 8 in the, at night to late in the morning. As I said, it's um, sleeping bags, blankets, old clothes, and old footwear. We'll accept all of that from, inf- from size infant to adult, male and female. Now, how are you getting your word out there other than social media? I see you're pretty well-versed at social media. You're all over Facebook. You seem to get lots of responses from from your postings. So how else are you getting the word out? Um, social media, using um, the radio stations in Niagara and the newspaper. So we've got the support. So, and as I said, I've been emailing a lot of people as well as far as inviting them out and encouraging them to uh, to uh, forward on that email to their influence. Now, is this a, a, a trans... You just moved from Tyler's Warmth to something that's kind of in the same wheelhouse as far as clothing and whatnot. How did you get to this point? Why did you pick homelessness as your next subject to tackle? Uh, Families that come out to Tyler's Warmth, our big event in November, they're aware of the event. They come out, they pick the clothing. Unfortunately, not as many of the homeless come to our event because they either forget about the event or they're more disconnected from the rest of the population so that was my need to go out to them and i would pack my car up as i mentioned to you and i take the clothing out to them on the street i go into parks i go into alleys and i actually give them clothing that way um seeing them this past winter being as as cold just brutal as it was that's when i knew that i have to bring more awareness to the homelessness here because as i said the people are generous enough to donate clothing to us but they're not realizing how much of a need there is here there's a real disconnect with that with the people that donate a lot of them 905-688-2582 my guest is pam king she's sleeping out on the street to bring awareness to the niagara region's homelessness problem and like i said it's something that flies under the radar a little bit because we don't see them as identifiable as in the big cities when we go out we see them a lot more i mean we've got a certain amount of panhandlers and and uh beggars i guess for lack of a better term but this is you know in a small town like st Catharines, relatively a small town this isn't something that's got a spotlight shining on it what other groups have come to the table to help you out on this as far as for Thursday, yeah, uh, there hasn't been any group. I'm doing this on my own. Okay. And then, as I said, there's volunteers that have come out to, to uh, volunteer to sleep with me. But this isn't... Uh... <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> and, ho- and hopefully, as I said, weather-wise, hopefully the weather's good so everybody can still come out because this is rain or shine. Right. Um, before we started our interview today, I was talking with Pat Murphy, and he said when he was setting up for the um, musical festival in Montebello Park last Wednesday, there was 10 homeless in the park when they started to build Wednesday morning. Really? So he said he was surprised. As I said, they rolled up 7 o'clock in the morning, and there was 10 homeless just in that one area. Hmm. 
Well, props to you. I'm really glad that you came in on such a hot day like today. I hope you get some good weather for it, and uh, I'm sure you get some media coverage. For sure. I mean, you, you, how can you do something like this without without blowing it up? So, well, I appreciate your interest to spread to spread the awareness of this and your you know your concern for how this can help others with the winter coming six months from now when it's a lot colder than it is in this extreme heat. <laughs> for sure. Now, just before we go, you're a single mom. Yes. You're rolling out there by yourself, helping the homeless people. Do you ever is it in the back of your mind that security might be an issue walking down back alleys and taking care of homeless people? Um, Not no. that they're that violent but you know it's you know you don't know these people so is there ever a concern for your own safety when you're out there i'm not concerned about that no i don't ever put myself in situations or places where i I never go into um areas that you wouldn't feel safe i don't go into those situations either i'm mindful of that nicely done thank you for coming in and good luck to you and we'll check in with you on thursday i appreciate that thanks so much pam king is my guest Pam, just on the way out, contact information, Twitter information, uh, Facebook? Tylerswarmth.com, okay. and my phone number is 905-246-8628. Well done. Pam King will be sleeping out July 3rd. That's Thursday night, 8 to 8, right downtown St. Catharines by the Market Square. And our little kiosk there where we close the street down between Market Square and City Hall. Coming up next... Aaron Visitine is the Niagara Music Awards. Hey, and we've got a little bit of an announcement to uh, tease for the next segment. She's going to launch it when we get back right here on 610 CKTV. It's the Kevin Jack Show, only on the one voice for Niagara. News Talk 610 CKTV. Got something to say to KJ? Call now. 905-688-2582. 1-877-610-2582. Or text your opinion to 610 Welcome back. I'm Jim Fannin for Kevin Jack. This is my disorder. This is another one of my disorders. Aaron Visitine, thanks for taking the time to call us. How are you today, Aaron? I'm fantastic, Jim. Fantastic. Thanks for leading me into that. That's perfect. Niagara Music Awards take the stage at the Friendship Festival tomorrow. What time? Yeah, 3.30. 3.30. Now. starts the show. Who does? Straight South. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar then, with them. You have to line them up to get them into my show as well. Yeah, they're amazing. Um, Straight so South. I don't see them on the list here. Okay, that's good. Yeah, they're, and then uh, Fenine Reed, Corey Cruz, Paige, The Cack, Book of Wanderers, um, The Black Flies, Aaron Berger, and Barbudos. And that's the day, and it's going to be so awesome. I'm so excited. Do you need any help with it at all? Oh, I was I was looking for a host, you know. I can do to, that. Yeah? Yeah. I'm in. All right. What All time do right. you need me at? Be there at 2 o'clock. MC. I'll email you the info, and I'll, I'll, I'll get you to MC, <laughs> homie. <laughs> Perfect. Now, tell me the location, logistics. It's free, right? It's totally free. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to have fireworks. I'm pr- like... 
they better have fireworks. Right. Because it is Canada Day. Yeah. Um, so it's in Fort Erie. Um, and that's that. It's a cel- the Friendship Festival is a celebration between America and Canada. Right. So it's, it's going to be big, and I'm really, really excited. I'm praying for good weather. Sounds like you're going to get it. Yeah, feels like it, you know. So free concert. We got Corey Cruz, Feeney and Reed, straight south. Oh, there they are. I skipped over them. Paige Cop, she's a stud straight up. Speaking of studs, mm-hmm. the CAC himself doesn't suck too much either. A book for Wanderers. These guys played my show. A lot of these guys did. Just a haunting, spooky kind of Pink Floydish esque. Uh, yeah, spooky yeah, band, but talented cool as hell. Vibe. Yeah, it's gonna be such a cool vibe for that little time slot he's got there. And, Anthony yeah, Botting, after he played, what was he? What was uh, Spring Alicious? You see, mm-hmm. his guitar says it looked like a vampire played it. There was blood all over his guitar. Talk about playing your guitar till the finger bled. A book for Wanderers. You got to check these guys out. Specifically, Anthony Botting. He plays the strings off that guitar. Yeah, he was bleeding pretty bad. It looked really vicious. <laughs> he gets into it, eh? Black out, flies. I think I'm going to put out a little carpet for him to stand on. Yeah. On stage, so it doesn't make a mess all over the stage. That'll help. The Black yeah. Flies, and one of my favorites, although I haven't seen all these bands, so I shouldn't pick favorites, Aaron Berger. Black Flies came in, they what said... What a voice Aaron Berger has. Wow. I he mean... such an awesome voice, and his music is so upbeat. It's going to be a great way, you know, for the evening of the show. When he gets on stage, everyone, I know everyone's going to love him. It's just amazing. Now, Black Flies come in, they play the show, they drop a CD on me, they say, Aaron Berger wanted you to have this. I stick it in my deck in my car, and it literally hasn't, well, it came out a bunch of times just to take into people's houses to introduce them to the music, because I'm Mm -hmm. obsessed with it. And then at my stage Mondays last week, I said, dude, my CD's skipping. He's like, oh, I'll get you another one. So he's got me, you know, the, the one that's skipping isn't too bad. I can listen to five or six songs, so I'll give that one away and keep my new one. But just a really nice boy. And then when I heard St. Catharines in the lyrics of a song, forget, it's called In St. Catharines. Here's a Niagara Falls kid, moves to yeah. downtown St. Catharines, falls in love with downtown and the music scene, and then writes a song about it like it was his, his girlfriend or something. <laughs> he loves St. Catharines. <laughs> really well done. Yeah, I have a, I have some free uh, albums to give out, too, tomorrow. Maybe throw them into the crowd. Yeah, Paige Cop. Speaking of being thrown into the crowd, is she, are you expecting her to crowd surf while she's playing her set? Uh, she's usually in the mosh, mosh pit, anyways. You got to wire this girl up with a wireless remote, and then get her out with her skinny jeans and let her crowd surf a little bit. <laughs> Just pick her up and throw her in, Jim. <laughs> She's only 75 pounds soaking wet. And a young oh, yeah. girl, too. So congratulations to you guys. I am Thanks. honored to come out and help you guys out. I hope you awesome. get me some decent notes, and uh, I'm just praying that the weather will be good. Uh, yeah. Talk to us a little bit about the Manager Music Awards. When and how uh, is, uh, first, when is the deadline to get music submissions in, and how well, do people get them in? We That's our big thing now. We want all artists to submit. Um, you know, the, we've actually extended the submissions to the end of July. So July 31st is the deadline now. We've extended it a few weeks, and uh, that's good news. So there's more time for people to get their music out. So just go online, NiagaraMusicWords.ca. It's all online, $10 for three songs. It's not much. It's better than all the other years. And uh, just is submit your music because you never know. You could be on the stage tomorrow, like next year, you know, at Friendship Festival playing. We're doing this every year now. So 
And talk to me about so, talk to me about some of the award winners that you're proud of and that uh, you're pimping on the way out this year. Other than the guys that are playing, I mean, you guys have been doing this a long time. What's is this eight? Yeah, the eighth Niagara Music Awards. The what? Sorry, this the the eighth annual, right? No, this is the seventh. Seventh. Sorry. Okay. Yep. And this is the seventh. It's double oh seven. Talk to us about some of the your former winners, yeah. other than the people. I mean, you've had quite the crew come through the Niagara Music Awards. Oh yeah, we've had Tom Hicks. He just won a Juno Award. Tim Hicks, yeah, beautiful. We're working uh, on him to come in. Oh yeah, Tim Hicks, yeah. And um, oh gosh, there's so many people who have won over the years. Everybody. <laughs> Aaron Vicentine, how do we get a hold of you? How do we tweet you out? <laughs> add you up on Facebook? How do, what's your contact information, just for everyone, just in case they want to get a submission out? And you have to be a Niagara band, or just one person in the in the band's got to be from Niagara. How's it go? Well, you got to be from the region. So it's Fort Erie, St. Catharines, Niagara. Um, all, all the Niagara region, the whole region. Um, you go on NiagaraMusicAwards.ca, you can find us on Facebook, Niagara Music Awards, or you can find us on Twitter, NMA Updates. Follow us, we'll follow you back. You'll get some good information on what's going on with the awards, which are in September. Okay. And uh, that's how you get, so get at us, submit your stuff. We just, I want to hear your music, so. Are you at my stage Mondays tonight, or are you too busy with this upcoming date? Um, they got a new I'm gig. Gonna try, I'm going to try and make it out. I heard they have a stage outside. Yeah, six today. o'clock. They're starting, so they're well into it now. I was chasing down Aaron Berger, but uh, I don't think I was able to secure the interview. He's probably busy uh, with. Uh, he's doing my stage Mondays. Exactly. And, you know, and I like to say, Rock Our Town is a which Aaron Berger is involved with. Is um, it, it, all, it supports every artist online. It's like a radio station. They've been a great supporter of us. They're going to be playing all the artists that are have been nomin like have been nominated in the past, who've won in the past. They're going to be hosting interviews online. So that's Rock Our Town. Check that out too. They're on Twitter. They're on online. Rock Our Town. Put that in, and uh, they're awesome too. They're great supporters of the scene as well. Thanks, Aaron. We're going to hook yep. you up tomorrow. Thanks for coming in and taking the time. Good luck. I will see you tomorrow. Awesome. Thanks. That's Aaron Visatine. She is the executive director for the Niagara Music Awards. Your time is 628 and a half. Got news coming up at the bottom of the hour. And then Jason Juliet Dunn gonna talk. Niagara Jazz Festival. We're all culture radio. We're submersed in it here. Right here on the Kevin Jack Show on 610 CKTV. Listening to the Kevin Jack Show, only on the One Voice for Niagara News Talk 610 CKTB. Call now 905 688 2582 1877 610 2582 or text us your opinion to 61010. Welcome back. I'm Jim Fannin, covering for Kevin Jack. Today, Thursday and Friday, actually, well, I got you here. Julia Dunn, 
Hello. is in. Thank you for taking the time and the scorcher today. Yeah, I'm ha- just happy to be in an air-conditioned studio, actually. <laughs> you had to get, the, get it down. Oh, Larry had yeah. the fireplace on in, on in here. <laughs> when I got in here, it was hot. <laughs> Tell us about the Niagara Jazz Festival and how it's working out for you so far. Oh, my gosh. This has got to be a big... Big job for you guys. It's very big, yeah. Now, it started out a few years ago. Somebody else did it, right? Yeah. And so, then it's been dormant for, what, for oh, like seven? For like six, seven years, Okay. Yeah. So Michael Reason, uh, who was running Music on the Henley, did it in, I always forget if it's 07 or 08, but I think it was 07. And um, Peter and I saw him look, recruiting volunteers at uh, Port Dalhousie, and we marched up and said, Niagara Jazz Festival, are there any Niagara musicians involved? And he said, no, I'm bringing in Holly Cole and some other people. We're like, oh. And then oh. we said, hmm. And then we ended up working with him. We said, well, we'd like to volunteer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we started our relationship with Michael Reason back then. We were volunteers for the festival. It was a two-day, I believe. Uh, but, of course, because we gig, we couldn't. Uh, we missed the Holly Cole performance, but we did as much as we could. Got to know Michael, who's a great guy. And then he had it all lined up to do it the next year, but his wife got a job running a theater. I can't remember if it was Picton, but it was out of town. So they had to drop everything, leave town. And at the time, Peter and I were working overseas uh, kind of every winter, three months, four months, five months at a time. So we were like, ooh, that's not a good time for us to take over. Plus, it's a huge uh, thing to take over. So we weren't ready back then. And uh, we kind of left it dormant. And then um, 2011, started working at Jazz FM 91, so stopped traveling as much because I have a show every weekend. We started the jazz series that maybe you want to talk about. Yeah, the Twilight Jazz Series. I should mention Peter Shea's in the booth, too. Oh, sorry. I'm here. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, I'm oh, looking at right, like, I imagine everybody down. can see him. <laughs> we just ignored him. Julia Dunn, Peter Shea in That's the house. That's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Peter. I'm here for moral support. Very patient. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, the Twilight Jazz series uh, was kind of uh, like our brainchild for many... We talked about it for a while. We started a jazz jam, actually, over at Dom's downtown. That's right, yeah. And that was sort of our... That was step one. Everything's like, you know, humble beginnings and, and first steps, and it always it winds up coming, you know manifesting something in the future. And now, three years down the road, I can hardly believe what we've accomplished with our... We've had, like... Over seventy bands in our in our in our jazz series, and uh, well, you skipped ahead though. <laughs> no, no, I mean just in our in our jazz. Oh, in the jazz series. in the jazz series, uh, yep, yep. having that experience under our our belts has really helped prepare us for this. What I call the uh, it's an epic undertaking. Yes. It's like coordinating you know several weddings at once. Like right. it's pretty epic running a jazz festival. I I I, I can't believe we're doing how it, many locations? Uh, seven. Seven. Wow, and three so days, it's three days, it's three days nonstop. Like Talking so, about it's seven a, weddings, yeah, over seven three weddings, days. pretty much. Yeah, yeah, Jeez. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, how you've been finding? I know you're not you're not a classic Niagara native. No, but I've been here for twelve years. Right. I, I came out in '02 for the Shaw Festival. Right. Yeah, and then the jazz scene. Did you came Shaw. out here for work at the jazz. Yeah, as an actress Shaw. and singer, yeah, right. um, okay. not you know musical theater and acting, and then did a couple of years with Shaw Carousel Players. Did some tours, then got into. I've always loved jazz, but I'd never sung professionally. I just really? loved, yeah, I just loved it, and it was through a guy I met at Shaw, Matt Weaver, who's a, a drummer, jazz drummer, and uh, he had a band. Got involved with his band and then kind of just took it from there. And that would have been about, this is before I met Peter, this would have been about, I'm going to say 2005, had probably my first 
paid jazz gig at uh, the Funky Tomato, Frank's Tomato Pie in the Falls. <laughs> I remember the place. That was in 2006, I used I think, to play there, too. Or five or six, yeah. Before yeah. we knew each other, we played at a lot of similar places. Yeah. And anyway, so that's kind of how I, uh, I've i just kind of stayed here in Niagara and, you know, wasn't working with Shaw anymore. Still work with carousel players here and there. And just kind of my career evolved and... Um, Bringing it to this, excuse me, to the jazz festival. Now, how you find? <laughs> well, she gets a little drink. Yeah, we'll uh, yeah. be used to that. It's, in it's between, only water in between, <laughs> between sets. Uh, tell me a little bit about. Uh, have you had buy-in from the community? Have you got some support? Oh my gosh! How's yeah. that working out for you? Yeah, no, because it can be tough picking up something that's you know started and then stopped, yeah. and then it's oh well, we're reviving it. No, it's not like it used to be. It's you know, so how, uh, yeah. how's it been trying to sell it around town? Well, it's been overwhelmingly great. I mean, Michael Reason, first of all, he explained that he had never registered it as the Niagara Jazz Festival because first of all, we said we want to register as a not-for-profit, and so he said, "Yep, I never owned the name," and he actually kind of officially handed it over to us. I had a lunch with him a couple of months ago so that was fantastic and in terms of the community we started out we've had lots of different ideas and we've been doing meetings for about a year and a half we've met with the chamber we've met with different people we've been talking it up a lot and uh, because we were a bit late in the game this year to get government funding you need to plan that quite ahead. Uh, and we, we started to really plan with less than a year uh, in front of us. So You need more lead time than a year to get funding? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. And, and, and well, most festivals, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm already now thinking about next year and what to do. So, what um, type of funding is available for you? Is it anything significant? Oh, yeah. Like when you're not for profit, for right. sure, okay. uh, you can get a lot of government funding. Uh, you know, there's the Ontario Arts Council and the Trillium and then there's the Ontario Music Fund. So lots of um, lots of and, and, you know, researching the funding as well. And it makes sense. A lot of them want you to do two years without funding. Which really? makes sense, right? Because if you're like, hi, then we'd like $50,000. you can survive, yeah. then well, they don't mind giving you money after that. For sure. And I would too, right? I mean, it's right. like, well, who are you and what have you done? And it's like, well, we've done this jazz series. But they want to see you do a festival. And a lot of them want two years before you even ask. And, you know, that makes sense. So we decided, we've had lots of ideas. Oh, let's shut down the street at Niagara-on-the-Lake. Oh, let's do it on the commons. That would be great. And then it was our chairman of the board, Joe Robertson, said, well, you know, it's our first year. Um we're going to have to be really careful in how we do it so let's look at venues that we could do it in and venues that maybe have stages humble and, beginning uh, <clears throat> and and yeah start small baby steps and and don't baby steps yeah and, what yeah. type of money are we looking at to participate as uh, as somebody a spectator? S- somebody coming? Well, we wanted to make it accessible to everyone, so we have paid events that range from thirty five dollars, thirty five, forty five, sixty five, and one hundred and sixty four for the big flagship event with the dinner at Jackson Triggs. But we also have free stages as well. So we figured that way we're not shutting out people from the community. You know, if you want to do a big fancy gala event, you can. If you just want to come hang out, bring your lawn chair, and uh, you know, bring the kids have a glass of wine on the grass you can do that too so so we've got it um pretty much open and 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 so it started all started with jackson triggs we thought okay let's talk to them they have a stage that they use about 10 times a year but it's it's a beautiful amphitheater that's there so that was step one talking to jackson triggs one meeting and they were done 
open arms. Yeah. Nice. And we're like, oh. So then we went. This is easy. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so to speak. And then we thought, okay, wait a second. I have a long-standing relationship with Stratus Vineyards from, I used to actually work there pouring wine back in 2005 when they opened, as well as sing. I went, <laughs> back in the day, I went on their, knocked on their door and I said, here's my resume of everything else. And I also sing jazz. You know, I'm looking for work. And I ended up doing both there, doing jazz as well as uh, serving. And so I've got a long, long relationship with them and hire bands for them quite a bit. And they're right next door. So it was like, oh, if we did something at Jackson Triggs, we could do something at Stratus. Let's talk to them. Open arms. Then there was the Oast House. And I know, you know, there's several owners, but one of the Mm -hmm. owners I know from when I worked at a fitness studio. Immersed in culture at the Oast House. Right? And they're everywhere. All these events that we go to, you see Oast House everywhere. Mm -hmm. So we're like, and and again, right down the road. Then there's Lee. it's so great to see a new business like that just sprung up, just dive right into the culture. Not just in Niagara Lake either. They're all over the region. They really are. It's pretty impressive how much they're out there, actually. So they were down the road. And then we know Lee um, from Garrison House who has Zest in Font Hill, and that's across the street. Then you've got the old winery. one of the best restaurants in Niagara. Very... Oh, yep. uh, yeah. Underutilized, I think not yeah. too many people know they got yeah, some great food out there. Oh my gosh, we, that's Garrison House is totally something different. It's kind of a pub style food, but Zest and Fawn Hill is nuts. Yeah, great that's food. a special yeah. restaurant for us for yeah. anniversaries and uh, yeah, right. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then it was, and then Old Winery, and then Kathy Simpson from the Public Library reached out to us and said, "I've heard what you're doing. How can I get involved?" And we're like, "Excellent educational." Portion. Better yet, how can I help? Even yeah. better, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be. So, involved i want to help out right yeah it's so Perfect. great julia dunn peter share my guest one more segment with them we're on till seven o'clock for kj we're talking nagra jazz festival i got so many festivals scene Niff, <laughs> yeah. nagra jazz festival they're launching it it's coming up this year we're going to talk about some of the venues we'll talk about some of the acts and more importantly some of the sponsors that are giving these guys some money right here on the kevin jack show on 610 cktv to the Kevin Jack Show, only on the one voice for Niagara, News Talk 610 CKTB. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us your opinion to I am Jim Fan. I'm joined with the Niagara Jazz Festival's Juliet Dunn, Peter Shea for security. <laughs> now, you guys are also musicians as well. Yes. Are you guys gigging? You got anything coming up you want to pimp? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you forgot all about it. Come on. It's not all about the festival. Yeah. <laughs> are you guys making money off the festival? No, not oh, okay. this year. No. Oh, we'll get into sponsors in a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell us about any gigs that you got coming up. Yeah, what do we got coming up? You might have some that I don't. Uh, right now, just some private parties and stuff. But I, I offhand, I can't think of anything. Oh, yeah, we got a private Canada Day party tomorrow. Right. How I'm do people MC- book you? How do they get a hold of you? Oh, um, uh, I do most of the bookings. So Juliet at JulietDunn.ca for okay. bookings or bookings at JulietDunn.ca, and they can get a hold of Peter that way too. Um, I'm emceeing for uh, the jazz stage at Sunfest in London next weekend. Oh, cool! Yeah, emceeing's so, great, eh? Yeah, I mean, it's I just did it for the Kiwanis Music it's Awards, fun. their Festival of Stars. Yeah. Uh, just because I've been, as you know, bringing in for my Sunday show, bringing in live acts. Yeah, and yeah. Anne Damie said, "Hey." 
handwritten letter mailed to the station. Do you want to be my MC? I'm like, I only emceed one wedding before it went really well. But yeah. I said, yeah, I'll do it. They had everything so organized. It's I so went fun. up. It was on Kojiko. I haven't seen it yet, but it was so fun. Yeah. And Aaron, I bumped into her at uh, scene. I'm like, you got a host? You got an MC? Yeah, me. No. no. You got too much to do, man. You can't do it all. I'll do it. She says, really? Oh, I said, yeah. So MCing's great. I'll be it at Friendship, Friendship Festival tomorrow. Oh, so next week you're in London? I'm in London. And yes, we've got a gig because we had a gig together and I had to sub out to MC at Wellington Court Cafe. Wellington Court Cafe, that's right. Yeah, Eric that's Peacock. That's Friday, Peter. One of the yes. best cooks in the region. Eric Peacock. Yes. Yeah, my cousin. Uh, He's your cousin. He's yeah. a good friend of mine. We were in the He's fraternity together in high school. There's, you know, there's, yeah, you try Eric and find and a guy who's like Alex DeGenis. Yeah. Find, try and find one person in Niagara say a bad thing about Eric Peacock. You can't. It nope. doesn't happen. Yeah. Great no. guy and talent. a great reputation. Yeah, it's so good. Incredible, there. incredible chef. So Speaking you're of money. Friday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're there next Friday? Yes. 7.30 to 10.30. 7.30 to 10.30, I'll be there. On the patio at Wellington Court? Yep. Nice. Weather permitting, I mean, depending. Uh, it'll be great. Who would you bring either. to the table with checks this year? Well, today we had our media launch at Jackson. Sorry, Trace. I missed that. I thought I could have made it out. But. Yeah, no worries. So uh, I've got a list. Uh, I'd like to... Can, it. can I? Yeah. yeah. So, of course, our venue partners, I don't know if I mentioned them all by name, but Jackson Triggs, Stratus Vineyards, The Village, Brookfield Residential. So The Village and Brookfield Residential are sponsoring our outdoor stage. Oh, good. Where the supper market is. We've got the Garrison House, Oast House Brewery, and the Public Library. So that's those are all the venue sponsors, and they're all within walking distance. Then sponsors and partners, we have Armstrong, bless you, Armstrong Jet Strategy, Canadian Tire Financial Services. We just brought on Steinway Piano Gallery, who are going to provide a piano for the outdoor stage of Steinway. Look at you, and for the Jackson. It was it's pretty. It was a pretty epic moment. I just have to say, this was a pretty epic moment in our lives when when Juliet was uh, getting there's a there's an answering machine message from uh, from Shiraz from Steinway yes. saying. I'll, I'm sorry I haven't got back to you, but uh, I'm currently uh, working on. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm setting up the pianos for uh, Keith for Keith Jarrett, Jarrett. Uh, at the TD Toronto. And I just Festival. I've just about lost my breath. I was like, that's that's incredible. Yeah, that was the other day. That was pretty cool. That cool. was pretty cool. So that just came on last week. Long and McQuaid. So they're going to be pro- pro- yeah, providing backline. Uh, my own company, Jade, Twilight Jazz, which is Peter and I. We've got Shauna Arnett and Moby Events. Kim and Luke from The Brain Farm doing all of our creative. Nice. Uh, our um, law firm for the incorporation, who is then they're also sponsoring, is uh, Lancaster Brooks & Welch. So all, all local. Uh, Odon Wagner Gallery from Toronto. Durward Jones Barkwell. Metro Links, which is uh, Metro Links. Yeah, what? Know. You're so gonna bring a gonna go train some, down there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is go buses stuff. in the works. Some go buses, yeah. <laughs> in the works. We've got corks in Niagara on the lake. We've got Niagara Bell, which is that new uh, paddle boat that's coming to Niagara oh, on the yeah. lake. Niagara Culinary Tours. We've got Lucha and Bean, who do uh, all the lovely clothing. NCT Light. Uh, elite cars, excuse me. Your designated driver, which uh, we're really fond of because, you know, wine and jazz go together. And we've been working with them with our Twilight Jazz series. So they basically drive you home in your car. So instead of taking a cab and you have to pick up your car the next day. Right. They bring two. Uh, they bring an extra car. They drive you home in your car, and then they drive away. Perfect. So we're big fans of your designated designated and at a very, driver. Very very uh, reasonable price too. Yeah. Nice. It's much cheaper to and do that than it is to actually do the dual cal- cab yeah. And they're going to be giving a discount to all the festival goers, which is great. Uh, we've got uh, as hotel partners White Oaks Resort and Spa, the Oban Inn, One Twenty Four on Queen, and Brand Boulevard. 
And then today... Jeez, our, you guys have been busy. <laughs> yeah, Was Don Zeraldo on that list? Not yet, but we He's have. Still, you can't do a jazz festival in Niagara Lake Let's without Don Zeraldo. Let's call him oh, up. <laughs> I just did. Don, get a hold of these and guys. And we have, uh, as our presenting sponsor, who was... It was just... We've been keeping the secret for three weeks. It's been really hard. Uh, we have... TD Canada Trust as our pre- presenting sponsor, and they do all of the jazz festivals across Canada, and they do about 85 music festivals. Right. Yeah. So we're very happy. When did, When's this breaking? Right now? They yeah, broke we, it at 12.30 we, at the media oh, launch. We just had the big blown-up check. I, I couldn't fit it in my wallet, so I was... Uh, Peter wanted to bring the check in. I'm like, Peter, it's a radio interview. They're <laughs> he doesn't not get it. it. <laughs> He's like, but honey, I just wanted to hold so the, I just wanted to bring the big check in. You're, yeah. the, you're the brains <laughs> and the pretty one, obviously. Peter Shea, thank you very much uh, for coming in today. Juliet Dunn, yeah, a classic. Pleasure. It was great to have you guys in here last time oh. to actually play for us, so I'm no. glad to give you get you in here and give you a little bit of pub. On the yeah. way out, just give us the contact information, websites, and anything else we need to get a hold of you. Website, Peter? The website is uh, com. Festival. NiagaraJazzFestival.com yeah, Twitter handles at Jazz Niagara. Facebook is Niagara Jazz Fest. And if you like us, you can win uh, two free tickets to the flagship event at Jackson Triggs. I like you. <laughs> See? Does that work? Triple like oh, I got some tickets for you. I got to like you on Facebook. <laughs> and then, oh, hey, you know what else we got? We what have a We have a 1-800 number, one eight four four live jazz you're so proud. Look at you. You're like a little really girl. Fun. That was really fun. Some might say live jazz. Some might say live jazz because it's spelled L-I-V, but it's all the same number. one eight four four live jazz Nicely done, guys. Thank you very much for coming in. You're welcome. Thank you to Pat Murphy for coming in from Union Events, talking about scene, to Pam King for sleeping out Thursday night. Not alone. She, she will sleep with you, but there will be other people around, and it's in the middle of the street, okay? Pam King for coming in, formerly of Tyler's Warmth. Still Tyler's Warmth with a great heart-lifting story, heartwarming story. Aaron Berger, well, we missed him, but Aaron from the NMAs. Aaron Visitine, thanks for coming in. Juliet Dunn and Peter Shea. Nicely done. Friday. I'm in Thursday as well. 5 to 7 for KJ. But Friday, I'm a little bit stoked about this. Alex Pearson, Sun News Network. You know, you know Sun News, that if you're a lefty like me or a social conservative or whatever you call me, greenie, you know how you turn on Sun News Network and Ezra Levant comes on and you want to stra- throw something at the TV? Apparently he's a really nice guy. He's not coming on the show, but Alex Pearson started out in Hamilton at CHCH-TV. She was at City TV as anchor, CP24, Global News. Just a really, really straight-up news anchor. A big fan of hers. She'll be in with me Friday in the 6 o'clock hour, so check that out. I'm going to go head-to-head with one of the enemies at the Sun News Network. She says she's a social progressive, socially conservative. So she says we can find something, some things to agree about. I am Jim Fannin for Kevin Jack. Your time is 6.58. Thanks to Patrick Smolarik for running the board and all my guests for coming in. We'll catch you on Thursday, 5 to 7, right here on 610 CKTV.